Hello and welcome to episode 237 of the Dan York Report. It's been a bit amusing for me over the past week or so to get reacquainted with Microsoft Windows and in particular to experiment a bit with Microsoft Windows 7. You see, my wife started a new job at a local school and as part of that, she's using a Microsoft Windows computer on her desktop and she has been using Macs for a very long time. And so she'd asked me if I'd come up and just, you know, take a look at what she's doing, see if there were some ways to do things differently or better or other stuff. And I was glad to do that. You know, I, I don't mind at all. But it was interesting to go up there and do the Control-Alt-Delete, see the stuff that uh, doing and see what has changed and what has not changed. And one of the things that struck me kind of right off the bat was just, uh, it's amazing, the minimalist effect of the Mac and the less is more, the the focus on user experience and the user interface and the simplicity that is there that I'd come to take for granted, just even in something as simple as doing a file save as in uh, in in the new version of Word that she was using there, that, uh, you know, immediately you're confronted with a bunch of different choices, none of which really actually matter to you if you're just trying to save it in the same folder. But that's, again, something that the Mac does so well. It was just an interesting journey for me because, of course, I you know, started using computers back in the late 1970s with the Apple II and the, uh, the K-Pro CPM, the TRS-80, you know, all of those computers that were in those early, early days, the Timex Sinclair, you know, I mean, all those different things that were there. And so I come from the command line. You know, and that was the world that I was, I grew up in there and Unix and VMS, all the different stuff that you did in, in that era of the 70s and 80s and on even from there. But I remember the early graphical interfaces, you know, the first version of Windows that was basically this layer on top of DOS. And then the Mac came out in the 80s and 84. And then you had Microsoft Windows 3.0 and 3.1 and on and on and those who are aware of my history will know I wrote a couple of books that were about networking and um, stuff that involved Windows, you know, and I wrote a book on Linux for the Windows NT system administrator, you know, and pieces around that. And I used to teach. I spent 10 years in the corporate training environment where I was teaching people, among other things, how to use the Microsoft applications and how to use different, uh, you know, I mean, all sorts of stuff. So I've got a long history in it. But, you know, I... When I was let go at Mitel Networks or synergized out of my job, when my position was limited, I, uh, I, you know, turned in my Dell corporate laptop that was all Windows. I went to the local Apple store, or it wasn't, you know, the store that sold apples. I'm up here in New Hampshire. We don't have Apple stores, or we didn't at that time anyway. And uh, actually, I was in Vermont, but hey, same point. I went out and I bought a uh, an Apple MacBook Pro. That was in 2007, and I can't say that I've looked back since. You know, I, uh, I continue to use that. I use a MacBook Pro and an iMac every day. Those are my, my tools of choice of what I do. So I've gotten quite used to the Mac ways of doing things, the iOS ways and things like that, and even as I rail against the closed operating system uh, and the closed walled gardens of Apple's systems, I also treasure the simplicity of the user experience for many of the common things that I want to do. 
In fact, one of the reasons why I like the Mac is that it both provides me with a very simple user experience for a lot of things, but it lets me dive under the hood with a command line and do more complicated things if I wish to. But I digress. Going back into the world of Windows and Windows 7, it was an interesting journey these past few days just to go and check it out and see things of how things are put together, the file browsers, the ways it works, the this and that, and what was so commonplace to me and all those years ago. I, I've forgotten how complex it can look or how complicated. If all you want to do is go and save something here, you know, the little browser tree that shows up on the side of an Explorer window inside of uh, Windows isn't really needed. You know, people like me like that for all the different options that we can have and all the pieces that are there. So it was interesting, you know, seeing again Outlook. And of course, I tried Outlook on the Mac a while back, but wasn't very happy with that experience. But seeing all of those different tools, remembering what the user experience is for the vast majority of you know corporate America, certainly, who uses Windows products and may, many other parts of the corporate world around the world. And, uh, you know, I can't say I miss it. <laughs> I've been intrigued by friends who've tried Windows 8.1 and some of the other newer systems, and I'm still intrigued to perhaps try a little bit with that. But uh, it was interesting just to come back to where I'd begun and to think again about the complexity that is introduced. Now, granted, some of that is because, as people have said, Microsoft Windows has to float on top of all sorts of different hardware, all sorts of different systems, all sorts of different software, and it doesn't have the closed ecosystem that Apple does. Apple can optimize for the user experience because they can optimize for their own hardware. But, you know, Windows certainly, Microsoft could certainly do a bit more, and I know they've tried, only then to have a rebellion among the users that are there. But anyway, it's been an interesting couple of days getting back into uh, trying that. I mean, the good news for me is that I don't need to. I took a look, helped my wife out a bit, and now I'm back in my very happy little Mac land. But she and all the other office workers out there who are using these, you know, have to continue to deal with that complexity. And it just made me appreciate, again, the Apple aesthetic of less is more and to remove as much as they can. I've complained about that over the years, but sometimes, like now, you understand why it makes sense. That's all for now. You're welcome to leave comments if you wish at soundcloud.com slash danyork or any place this is posted in social media. And you can, of course, find my other audio and writing at danyork.me. Bye for now. Thanks for listening.